Sports, the new coach for East Carolina basketball, and uh, our coverage continues of this uh, landmark day in Pirate Athletics and ECU basketball history. There's a man who has uh, seen his fair share of Pirate basketball over the last uh, 25 years especially, but for many more than that, uh, but he's done so in the capacity as analyst on radio and this year on uh, ESPN+. Plus. He is uh, the great Cy Seymour, uh, my broadcast colleague and great friend joining me now. Cy, uh, you know, great day to be a Pirate, and uh, hope springs eternal with a new hire, but this is a little bit beyond that in your estimation, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think ECU got, really got a top, top guy. I think this is a guy, uh, when you look at the scheme of things, and he is a number one assistant and an active, big-time active number one assistant in a top program that won the SEC. And it's uh, and listen, in the heat of things right now, they're playing. And to be able to get this guy, get this, get Schwartz, is a big deal for ECU. Uh, and everything I hear, Patrick, it's a, it, from, from people that are in the field say, you just got a guy. You you got a guy that you're going to really like. He's energy. He's smart. He he's relentless working, and so a, a good hire for part. The Vols out of uh, and that's where of course Schwartz will remain. Coach Schwartz will remain until Tennessee's run in the NCAA tournament is over. So the Volunteers uh, out of the SEC tournament, third in deficient sense, uh, third in defensive efficiency per Ken Palm. That's what really kind of powered them to the SEC title this year. So from the standpoint of a defensive style, and you and I talked a lot about this, it seems like teams that certainly play defense and rebound, complete the possession with the board, are the ones that are tough to beat, that have a lot of success. Pirates displayed that at times this year, but that was an area that maybe cost them a few games, just a few lapses here or there defensively. Right, defensively. And and, and listen, we were well coached. We worked hard. We 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 just didn't have. I thought the personnel. Uh, we were we were a little step uh, slow foot, as you say. Right. But but listen. Well, there the, were there were a lot of high hands assignments missed too on shooters. Yes, yeah. yes, there were. But 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 it's not, it's not because they weren't tall. But here's the other part of it. Uh, with with the defensive efficiency of Swartz. Okay. Now you tell me. He had the scout, and, and I, you, you call around, you find out. He had right. the scout versus Kentucky, okay? they had Kentucky had 22 points in the first half. Right. I mean, my goodness, that's yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. So, defensively, when he has the scout, he's going to look out. I mean, he is going to defend you, and his scheme of defending is really, really good. I mean, he gets things done the way you should. And uh, so – and it's not only the Kentucky game, it's the entire season. That's If you look at his work, he's the real deal. Because you know he's got input on everybody else. So, yeah, his defense is there. His recruiting is relentless. Uh, he will go anywhere to find a player. He's been very good in signing international players. He's done that for Tennessee. He's done a good job. But he's also he, – he gets the guys. I mean, he will – Listen, he's driven in the state. He's come in from Knoxville, Tennessee, to St. Paul, St. Paul, to watch uh, other teams. Baltimore Central, for example. He he drove down there. He left and drove down in his car from Knoxville, and and to watch Baltimore Central play. I mean, he he's that kind of guy, and he gets there early. He he he's a hard worker, 
and a really strong coach. The uh, new ECU basketball coach, Michael Swartz, approved by the East Carolina University Board of Trustees earlier today. Uh, we have uh, heard from Coach Swartz. We have uh, uh, anticipate to hear in more detail from John Gilbert, slated to join us in the five hours, so we're waiting on on some of that. Cy Seymour uh, right now with us here. A couple notes on uh, Michael Swartz. You mentioned recruiting. Also a noted international recruiter, Cy. Yes. He is he is very good at it, and and uh, three of the kids he has this year are kids that he got that he he was able to get. He also was a really good recruiter for Miami when he was down there uh, with Frank Hayes. So it's not it's not just it's it's him. That's my point. He's a very hard worker recruiter, and he will go wherever it takes to get good players. And you have to have that. You ha- you have to have that work ethic. And uh, he does, and and so I think the biggest thing for ECU is you got you got to really get out and support this guy. I mean, we you know he, this is a new coach. He, he's going to work hard for you. If for ECU fans, you got to get out, support, and work hard and support your your coach. And and I think you've got a really good guy here that's going to do a really good job. And uh, I, I, personally, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what he can do for the Pirates. Uh, Cy Seymour joins us here, uh, special coverage of the hiring of Michael Swartz on the flagship of the Pirates, 94-3 the game. Coach Swartz is the fourth assistant to land a head coaching job off of the Rick Barnes tree in Knoxville, if you will. Uh, Rob Lanier, his name was bandied about as a possibility for this job, leading Georgia State to the tournament this uh, year. Uh, Also, you've got uh, Kim English, who got the job at Mason, George Mason, and then Desmond Oliver. Uh, just last season hired for East Tennessee State University. So uh, this is uh, uh, showing me at least, you know, Rick Barnes, that there's been some people that feel like Barnes maybe is not, uh, I won't say underachieved, but maybe, you know, he's had a lot of opportunities at a lot of high-profile programs. He's had good staff members as well. I think this is evident of that. So uh, another coach that has an opportunity to learn under Rick Barnes and then uh, be a head coach. So it'll be interesting to see. What bits, because uh, he spent time at Tulsa, too, and at Texas did uh, Michael Swartz. It'll be interesting to see philosophically how he runs a program, but I, I think this side will be rooted in uh, effort, energy, and defense. Well, you know, I, I think, and I think that's where you consistently win is defense. That's where you consistently win. There, there are times when, look, you've got to make the play defensively. And, I, and if you look at all good teams, they all play great defense. Now, offensively, you got to win. You got to be able to knock down three. There's no doubt about it. You have to do that. And when you're open, you got to make them. Well, those are the they are they're uh, the big things of it. And I'm going to go back and and say what you just said. You're going to like this too. I remember Dave Patton at ECU, mm-hmm. the Southern Conference Coach of the Year, saying, "You know, I didn't develop my total philosophy. It began to really." get together after about 10 years coaching. That's when you really find out and you begin to formulate what you will do in certain situations. It takes at least 10 years. Well, listen, look at look at Schwartz. He's been with Frank Hayes at Miami. He's been with Frank Hayes at uh, Tulsa. Mm-hmm. He's been with Rick Barnes. He's been to Texas. He has accumulated the time to say, this is what I will do during this situation. 
and, and, that, and listen, that takes that much time. I, I can still think about my own self. Really, it took a long time to finally say, with three minutes to go, this is what we will do. If it doesn't work, you know the percentages because you've played long enough. These are the things that you can do, uh, whatever it may be. It, it makes it so much easier when you've had time to develop your philosophy. And what he has going for him, he has other coaches that he has learned from to do that. And I think that's a, I think that's a big factor for any coach. Uh, we've got Cy Seymour, a few more minutes uh, with him here. A couple of things. The uh, obvious connection here is John Gilbert, the Tennessee connection. Uh, of course, John, director of athletics at ECU, was there as the associate AD at Tennessee when Rick Barnes was hired in 2015. And uh, you know, I just read this recently that John actually oversaw the basketball program uh, at that time. So now he's hired Rick Barnes as kind of right-hand man. That's not by coincidence. Um, there is a little bit of, I think, a misnomer out there that, you know, this administration is not committed to basketball. What does this hire say about the commitment to basketball uh, on, on a lot of, not the monetary level necessarily, but just the entire commitment to, and money's a big part of it, but the entire commitment to basketball in your mind? Well, I, 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 first of all, <laughs> this is, this is an old time coach you're talking to. Yeah. I like that John Gilbert made the hire. He didn't get a committee. He's been looking around. I'm, I'm telling you, this is the only guy he's talked to, and I, I can guarantee that one. But he made the hire. He's looking at people and saying, I didn't use a screening committee. My job is to hire this position. And I've gone out and I've talked to people and I've done this and I've made the hire. I like that and I appreciate that from, a, from, an, old, uh, from an athlete and from a guy that's supporting East Carolina, we did not. This is why you hire John Gilbert to make decisions like this, and you you get input from people, and then you make the hire. Do you take the heat? Yes. Do you get the praise? Not as much as you should. But the bottom <laughs> right. line is, John, I, I like that about John Gilbert that he's made a decision, a major decision, on a basketball coach, and that's because he does love basketball. I mean, John, John's no listen. He he's no, he likes them all, and so. He worked hard to get a good guy, and you got to give him a lot of credit on this. Uh, this is this is a this is a statement saying, "I want this to be done right." And 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 I want I want you to understand this. I love our chancellor, and I think he wants basketball to be done right. I think anybody that doesn't say you got to have it, you're wrong. It is it is the second sport that can make money. I mean. Football is first, always. I believe that. But basketball can be a real jewel in the state of North Carolina, and we should be making a part of. We should be making a mark on it. And I think John knows that. I think the, the chancellor knows that. Now, do we do we get the funds to, to fix up Menjis? Do we get the funds to help them out? And 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 I can tell you right now, they're working hard to do that also. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like all sports, but this is a sport that we need to begin to really say, come on, guys, let's get out here and do it. It's like I say, we came back from winning that tournament. There were 400 people at the airport at 4 a.m. in the morning. People want it. We've just always been under, tell us, under the eyes of the ACC. Well, it's time for us to be close. It's time for us to get players and get the fan support that it should have in basketball. All right, I'm going to leave you with this, and you kind of answered it there. 
can ECU field a winning program in basketball? Yes. Uh, no, 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 no doubt about it. Yes. Yes. Uh, it can be done. And Jeff Lebo did it. And, and look, I look up at the teams that win, and we say, well, they're big-time schools. No, Gonzaga's not a big school. And I got news for them. Duke's not a big school. I mean, these are schools that put an emphasis in that sport, and they've gotten it done. DCU's been there. George Mason's been there. You've got to look. Uh, Butler. I mean, this is a sport where you don't have to be Alabama. You can win in this sport, and they've expanded the field to 64. In football, it's four. So your odds are much difficult. Yeah, much 68 more in basketball, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 68 in basketball. Yeah, yeah. And that, personally, I think it's getting – now, I've got a different philosophy on that, but, <laughs> but yes. So, so I think it should be a lot more than that. It's crazy right. what we do. We, get, we let 70% of the teams play a football bowl game, and we're only letting about 20-some percent play in, a, in the postseason tournament. There's 350 teams, and right. you're letting 64 in. So my point is, yes, it can be done, and we need to work out it to get it done. All right, Cy Seymour, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll – have you back on next week because I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about in the aftermath of uh, Coach being on. You're exactly right on it, Patrick. Enjoyed working with you this year. It ended too soon. Can't wait for next year. Yeah, indeed. There he goes, Cy Seymour.